Welcome to Karate Cafe, your source for martial art conversations since 2005. Karate Cafe is sponsored by Piranha Gear. Go to www.piranagear.com for all your martial art equipment needs. And now, here are your hosts, Dan and Paul. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Karate Cafe. I am your co-host, host. I, I, that doesn't sound right to say I'm your host, but I am one of the hosts, Paul Wilson. With me, as always, is my good friend, Dan Williams. Dan, how are you? Good. How are you, Paul? I'm just happy to be here. Happy to be back after our, our little sort of holiday a little hiatus a little hiatus holiday break whatever uh i want to say right. uh for my part uh this show should be coming out after the holidays and uh from uh, myself and various and other sundry members of the uh, crew here at uh karate cafe studios happy holidays happy kwanza kwanica you know whatever you want to call it kwanica yes you know yes. happy choose your day off here Yes, happy uh, winter solstice yes. and uh, whatnot. Do, yeah, we do. do Buddhists have a winter holiday? I don't think so. I think they just, you know, you know they're too busy. You know, they're just, they just celebrate all the time. Yeah, they're, they're kind of, well, of course, because they're celebrating the suffering or whatever it is. That the uh, we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to, <laughs> we, we don't want to tick anyone off any more than we already normally hey, tick them off. S- Celebrating the suffering, that sounds like my uh, family Christmas, but exactly. uh, anyway. Hey, ho. Hey, ho. <laughs> it's the holidays and there's lots of drinking for a reason, you know, so what's yeah. The, what, what, what's that? The best holiday advice that I've gotten is uh, uh, rush a gun and run from a knife. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Throw your drink in their face and run. <laughs> but, uh, but, I, but I hope everyone had a, a good holiday. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you did. Uh, I hope you got uh, everything you wanted and nothing you deserved. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I just wanted to uh, do a, a throw a quick uh, shout out, as they say on the streets, to uh, John Shipes, uh, Hanchi, down in uh, Athens, Texas, a couple weeks ago. He brought in um, uh, Kaicho uh, Isaus Kise, our grandmaster's son, who's also he he is the like the head of our organization. Uh, we had a big uh, two day camp. Here uh, down in Athens, Texas, uh, a couple weeks ago, and I went to it, and uh, I had like a hundred and I think like a hundred and ten people showed up, and we had people from New England and California, coast to coast. We rocked that bad boy. For and, those unfamiliar, uh, uh, what is Tuatay again? Tuatay is like the the uh, basically stand up grappling, joint manipulation, that sort of thing. And, okay. And it was an entire weekend of that and Motrin and drinking. Um, <laughs> Uh, because it it hurt. Uh, a bunch of people got promoted. Um, some people got promoted to black belt. Some people just got promoted to brown belt, etc. Uh, but it was a weekend, uh, a full you know three days essentially of you know uh, hard training and uh, it was a great time. It's 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 the tenth anniversary. He's been sounds like fun. Yeah, uh, Shaif Sensei has been putting these on for ten years, and this is the tenth anniversary one, and uh, it was wow. a great time. And uh, I, I appreciate his efforts, and I appreciate everybody. There were a few people who who said they listened to the podcast, and and they said it with a straight face; they weren't actually laughing. <laughs> um, and so um, I appreciate them listening and listening to the show and and whatnot, and uh, the kind words that they shared with me. Uh, some of them even said, "Oh, that's you. nice." You know, they said they they said that that wimpy guy who couldn't hack karate was really cool. Oh snap! Oh, oh. I went there. I'm kidding. No, they didn't say that. They, <laughs> they 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 really enjoyed the show and they liked the way we we jabber, much as we're doing now. Good. 
Uh, I was going to say, if they like the way we jabber, then of course they'll like the show. Yeah, because God knows we do that. Yeah, but um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, we got uh, a lot of good uh, feedback on the show. Well, not a lot of it, but we got some good feedback on the show from the people who listen. Uh, I encouraged a few of the people who, who weren't listening to listen, so hopefully they're listening to this show. Um, and anyway, but it was a great camp, and I just wanted to say thank you to uh, Shipe Sensei for that and uh, to Kaicho for, for coming all the way from Okinawa to... Um, uh, give us the benefit of his knowledge, and uh, it was a great time. Well, that sounds cool. Sounds like a lot of fun. That's cool. And we have got a great topic um, to to blab about. For you know, it was a little bit of the holiday lull, as we said, but now we have a really good topic suggested by you, not you, Dan, but not me. No, you, the listener. A guy, a guy named you. A guy named you. He's a Korean dude. No, uh, <laughs> one of one of our uh, one of our, one of our listeners and. Uh, Guy who's on the forum, he suggested it. It's on the forum. If you guys want to go to karatecafe.com slash forum, you can see the he created a topic, which is probably long overdue, that says topic suggestions for the podcast. And uh, and this was it, and I emailed him and kind of got some information on the topic, which we will share. Uh, and uh, we will we'll talk about it. But anyway, but first we want to uh, give a little bit of airtime to our good friend, Alex Haddox, uh, and uh, let him share... What he has worked on with you. This is Alex Haddix from the Practical Defense Podcast. I invite you to check out my new book called Practical Home Security, A Guide to Safer Urban Living. It's available now in Dead Tree Paperback, Kindle, and Nook editions. Remember, nothing says I love you like a book on practical home security next to a shiny new set of commas. Hey, thanks, Alex. Um, always good to hear from him. Uh, and thank you for, uh, he sent, uh, both you and I, uh, a couple of his books, which, uh, I've really enjoyed looking through. He did. They were great. I actually, I've read the book. Uh, I got a, a exclusive preview advanced copy, uh, nice. and, uh, I've read it and, uh, we'll review it on, uh, maybe another minisode or something like that. Cause I've got another review that I got to do, um, but uh, he also sent us a uh, a print version that was nicely yeah. inscribed. So thank you for that, Alex. And if you know anybody listening, if if you guys like us, then uh, check check his podcast out. I'm sure they like that too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and you can actually get his uh, book, both the uh, the hard copy, uh, the hard copy autographed version. I think you have to go to his site, alexhaddix.com. But you can go to uh, our store at cardicafe.com/store, and you can get it. Um, you can buy a copy there. Digital or tree, I think. Good deal. Yeah, good deal. Okay, let's get right on with our topic. Um, it was, again, suggested by uh, one of our, I want to say fans, <laughs> one of our... Uh, <laughs> one of our listeners. Yeah. The listener our listeners. Is, is the minimum, right? Because yeah, obviously cause, they wouldn't send stuff in. So. Yeah, because I know there are some people out there who are listeners that are not necessarily fans. Uh, <laughs> uh, That's okay uh, with me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, it was a uh, one of our, our board members, uh, listeners, call them what you will, uh, and we appreciate it. We always suggest you know sending topics, and by gosh, somebody call us on our bluff. Uh, he's the screen name he uses on uh, the forum is uh, Avon Knight, uh, and again, you can go now, to. We're not going to get him in trouble, right? I don't think so. I don't. I, I think I've excised everything that. Um, is okay. Is, is uh, potentially trouble? Yeah, I mean, well, he posted it on the on the forum, so. Oh, he and, did. Okay. So anyway, and just like, you know, for the people who call our, uh, our comment line, there is the disclaimer on there that says, you know, if you post it on here, it may end up on the show. So you know, uh, uh, anyway, but it's a it's a good topic and, and he really wanted our input on it. And I 
think it's as we were talking in the green room. I think it's a pretty good yeah. topic. Anyway, uh, Avon or Mister Knight, I guess as as you may want to be called, uh, relates it thusly. Uh, I'm part of a small town dojo that recently has been unable to pay a yearly organization fee to stay in the organization. What advice do you have for all the small town dojos who come into these type of problems? The head instructor obviously has a duty to his students to continue teaching and promoting. My home dojo is in a town of about 2,000 people. The closest city is about three and a half hours away, a major city. Uh, Being a small town, we have low prices and still seem to have just about 20 students. The dojo does well enough to pay the bills and have a little extra, but within the past few months, we have not been able to pay the yearly organization fee. Normally, this wouldn't be a problem, but it's the second year in a row we haven't been able to pay it. In previous years, the head instructor was paying the fee out of his own pocket, but can't do it this year. His biggest concern is that he has two students ready to test for black belt and was scheduled to to do that in March, but with the fees not paid, they won't be able to test in front of the board. Um... And so there's there's that. So you know, kind yeah. of the I, I guess the uh, the thrust is, uh, you know, I guess you know, what what can you do? <laughs> uh, right. You know, um, and uh, what are your thoughts, Dan? Well, you know, I guess my thing is is that as a as a guy who does a lot of garage and backyard training, um, I don't have a a whole lot of use for uh, federated anything. Um, we actually there was there's a there's a group of us um, that are in an organization called the uh, the KSMA, and it's uh, it's it I don't re- really remember what the acronym is for, but um, the idea is is that uh, you know y- you can have some kind of acknowledgement of your skill and recognition of your skill outside of, uh, potentially the, the formal group that you originally started in. Because a lot of the guys that I know, they start in one particular system. They have either political issues or philosophical issues with that system and they end up breaking away. And when they do that, uh, I've seen organizations even set pull rank and say, well, you know, you're no longer this rank. I'm, I'm revoking all your ranking privileges. And I don't even know what that means. I, you know, <laughs> I guess you can do that from a, a textbook official standpoint, but it's not like you can unteach them stuff. Um, so I, I guess my thing is, is that I, I don't understand what that monthly or yearly fee or whatever it is gets you because I don't know about you. I I've paid for my training. And so it's not like I feel like I owe someone something. I mean, I have respect for my instructors and I would give back to them if I had the opportunity to, and if I felt they, they needed it. Um, but to say you have to give this arbitrary sum, uh, to be in the federation because we say so. <laughs> it, doesn't, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I don't. I don't really get how they can how they can justify uh, charging you anything really. Right. Well, you know the. Uh, so I emailed uh, Avon and, and to get some more information because the, the the posting that he has on the 
on the forum is isn't as deep as what I read because some of it was the email that he sent to me. Uh, uh, and and kind of I'm kind of the same way because you know I'm like I'm the, I'm the yin to the yang or yang to the yin, and depending on how you look at it, uh, because I am part of a a, a large organization, uh, you know. So <clears throat> and you know I pay a yearly fee. Our our structure. I was trying to find out the how they're structured. Um, I, I was trying to find out a couple things. First off, I said, you know, what's what association is it? What style are you? That that sort of thing to try and get an idea because yeah, it's all relative. Because you you bring up very very good points. Yeah, you know, they can't take away what I've learned, and they can't they someone can take away my rank, and you know, it's it, it kind of comes down to, you know, what you're getting for this yearly fee. Um, now, uh, I I will probably piss people off here pretty quickly, and may even piss off. Uh, Avon here, uh, oh. but uh, well, because I mean, here's because I because I said you know what associations are these? Yeah. And he sent me the names of associations and the links, and uh, you know, to be honest, I I and I emailed him back, and I said like, well, you know, it's kind of a non-issue because these are just like, you know, for lack of a better term, old fat guy associations. <laughs> Oh, they're, they're, snap. they're you know, I, well, you know, it, it I is, love it. you know, I, I, I looked up one of them and one of them's got guys that, I mean, uh, are, are here in Texas and are, yeah. are big names and, uh, of guys who have been in, uh, you know, Texas martial arts and, um, you know, in, uh, karate, you know, just whatever you want to call it for, for a while. So, I mean, they're known, they're, they're like people who are like eighth and ninth degrees of, uh, for whatever, you know. They are, right. you know, uh, some Taekwondo guys, mostly Taekwondo guys, it seemed. Uh, but he, he said it was two associations, so I'm, I'm not too clear on that, and I didn't get a, an email back from him addressing yeah. the the questions that I had on top of that. But um, <clears throat> I wasn't that. Uh, it, my first impression was like, well, big deal. I mean, what do these guys get? What are you getting for this? What are you? Uh, and that's that's the thing. It's I I I start thinking to myself, okay, what happens if you don't pay it? I mean, if if you don't pay it and they say, okay, you're not a part of the association anymore, and you go, okay, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess I don't see I, – I think that maybe for someone who is, uh, you know, not even new to martial arts but has been kind of to some degree brainwashed into thinking that it's it's super important that – you're a member now. Here's here's the other side of it as well, though, is that if there are tournaments and events and things like that that you can't get into unless you're a member, um, then it's like if if you want your students to be involved in that stuff, yeah, you got to pay. I mean, yeah, yeah, if, absolutely, and that's kind I mean, of the way it is. You know, I mean, like I just mentioned at the top of the show, I was at a a training seminar for, you know, three days of, you know, fortuity. And, uh, but we had some people from another Shonru dojo that are, was in Dallas and they came down for it. Not our branch, not our style, but they were invited down. So, I mean, it's not like it was a, a totally closed thing, but it was really just for our association. Right. And, you know, you had uh, like, you know, basically pretty much all but one of the eighth degrees were there. You know, you had a ninth degree, you had a bunch of seventh degrees. You know, so you had like a, a lot of knowledge right there. But we're all yeah, and if and if if having that network is is important to you, then th that network is what you're getting out of 
the dues that you pay, and right. in that case, it is legitimate. Yeah, and uh, but where I was going with that was, you know, there's, but we're operating operating off our curriculum. You know, it's in and uh, you know, it's it's because as as our federation has, we have a set curriculum for for testing within our federation and gaining rank and and all that other good stuff. We have a set curriculum that's passed down from Okinawa, you know, and so you know, there's a central unifying authority. The impression that I got, and and this, you know, this is all up for clarification. There, here's the um, uh, the caveat. The is, rub. Yeah, it's because I mean, I, I'm looking as much as I've seen it, you know, because right. one, one one federation or one of the associations, or I guess maybe the overarching association. I don't know quite what's going on. Uh, it was just like a basically a one-page website and kind of rinky-dink looking, to be honest. Yeah. But and there was no information about, you know, it said like, oh, you got DVDs and stuff, but it didn't really go into the depth of what you were going, what, you know, it was about. And the other one, which was a little bit better looking, it it literally did not say, you know, this is the cool things you get for being for this association. Apparently, you just get to, as he pointed out, test in front of a board of a bunch of guys who are, you know, really highly ranked, uh, you know, and and okay, re- relative to you know, like, however they got their rank. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, we've talked about all this stuff before about you know, a bunch of guys getting together and like, well, you know, you're a ninth degree now. Okay, cool. You know, so are you. You know, so, right. Well, and that's but that's but there the are names, is... but there are names that are associated with this association that yeah. that instructors that I know have said like, you know, that guy's a good guy. You know, I've trained with him. He he knows his stuff. So I mean, I don't want to basically you know, blanket it by saying you know it's old fat guys. But it, right. but you know it's like okay well if none of these guys are a part of your style or your system or whatever that you're doing you're just affiliated with them for some sort of legitimacy of rank you're not missing anything by not being a part of the association because I mean it, 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 there's no curriculum there's nothing really there yeah. they may have a set of standards where they say okay you know we all do this kata so you know that this kata is like how we all measure ourselves within this association of, you know, right. desperate systems or, you know, whatever. Well, but, yeah, it's the standards and practices of right. what defines the system. But, you know, to me, that's kind of a, you know, if, you know, you've got an association where, you know, you can have a Taekwondo school, a Judo school, you know, uh, a Muay Thai school, you know, you could have like all these different systems, but they are underneath the umbrella of this association for, for whatever reason they join it, you know, it's, it's like, how do you, you know, I mean, you can't have a board of people who like, you know, if, if the board is like, you know, seven, let's say seven, eighth degrees in, you know, Taekwondo, and you've got one guy who's a, you know, a ninth degree in Shotokan, let's say, and you're studying, um, you know, Wadaru, let's say, which, you know, there's some off-branch school that studied Wadaru and went out on their own and decided to come back under an association. It's, you know, there's a, a a case to be made to say, well, like, well, if you're really highly trained, you can look at somebody's technique and go, like, okay, that's a good technique, and you can rank them based on that. But my feeling is, yeah, you know, not so much. There's still nuances and stuff that you're not going to get. So, you know, well, here's here's my thing with that is that because the the KSMA kind of works a little bit uh, like that in that you know we have guys uh that do silat and arnis and and just a bunch of different guys and really um within the organization you don't get you don't get ranked per se it's more of a uh you are recognized as a uh 
as a as a high level experienced uh, martial artist, and it's more of a uh, letters of authority kind of thing. And I think for most people, it's to it's to help legitimize both themselves um, and more than it is a way for for people to gain rank in anything. Um, So I think you can you can identify, you know, like like you and I, I mean, personally, I've never even I've seen videos of you doing martial arts, but I've never been in a school and I I would not hesitate a moment if someone asked me, well, does Paul know what he's doing? I'd be like, hell yeah, he knows what he's doing. Um, because we have a different, well, you know, because we have a relationship and, and I know how well, you know, martial arts. So, I mean, I, if someone were to say, well, it, you know, does he deserve his fifth degree? I'd be like, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So I'd say specific ranking is a little bit weird, but being able to say, you know, you are a legitimate martial artist, of authority and you know have the in our eyes the ability and commitment to instruct in your particular style yeah well Um, you know and also kind of boils back to what i've said before is you know is it more important to test in front of a board of a bunch of guys you've never you rarely ever see or never see or you know test in front of your instructor who sees you you know every class and and knows you have known you for years and you know, knows the caliber of person you are and how your technique really is. And, you know, because, uh, you know, you can go in front of a, uh, a board and, you know, test. And, you know, these guys who've never seen you may go like, yeah, and have a bad day. And they may say, you know, no, not so much, you know. Well, and that's but, the other thing is that as far as this board is concerned, it's all perceived authority. Um, because, yeah. honestly, I have... I have more respect for my instructor's authority than I even do of of his instructor's authority. I mean, uh, obviously yeah. there's a there's an expectation that you know my instructor's instructor is even better than he is or more experienced than he is, which is you know true. Um, but that's not to say that he's a better martial artist or a better instructor. So I, I I would feel, you know, if 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 somebody said, "Do you want your instructor to uh, test you, or do you want your instructor's instructor to test you?" I'd be like, "Uh, I'll have my instructor test me. Thank you very much, because, you know, that's the person I know." Right, and 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 they know you, you know. So I mean, I had and uh, they know me. Right when yep. when I tested for my um Sondon. <clears throat> You know, I, uh, you know, big camp in front of uh, Hanchi and, you know, the whole shoot match and all the people there. And, uh, and I, I had a bad day, which, you know, arguably everyone can say I pretty much always have a bad day, but I, in my, I screwed up a couple things and, you know, pressure and all that good stuff like that. My last test, I screwed stuff up on, you know, and, uh, and I consider my screw up on my last test greater than my screw up in front of, you know, the 10th degree in our, because I was in front of a board of, you know, my sensei, our regional director that I train with on a regular basis, you know, and about uh, three other guys who I really, really respect because they're awesome, you know, I, I mean, and I've trained with them on a regular, so like I, me boogering up on that one, uh, 
is not is was worse than boogering up in front of the grandmaster. Now, before anyone in my federation gets all mad and sends an email to somebody, <laughs> I still highly respect him. But I just I mean these are guys who are like and they were like oh absolutely and they were yeah. like they were like four feet from me on top of everything else. So, <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, when I did my my Sandan test. And I got done. I got we in the afternoon. You know, we all got done. We got in the car and we were driving back home. You know, I I told my my sensei I was like, you know, I'm I screwed up. I'm so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I messed up. You know, I just apologized to him because I messed up and I felt really yeah. bad about it for like hours. It was just in my head, you know. And it was just a little screw up on kata. I forgot to turn one way or something. You know, whatever it was. And he looked at me and said, he said, you know, rain on him. You know, that's what he says. Rain on him. He says, rain on him. He goes, he goes. <laughs> I know how you are, right? You know, and and so that was kind of that that point where I kind of realized, like, you know, that's far more important to me, personally, uh, yeah. is that that my sensei and then you know and then, you know, the guys who are signing my local certificate, because those are the guys I'm with all the time, you know, and I want to look good in front of, you know, uh, at the camp I mentioned and the the last class of the the day. On Sunday, you know, everyone, pretty much everyone was gone. It was just kind of a review session, and there was, you know, a ninth degree, an eighth or two eighth degrees, and then there was me. So like I was like the senior black belt, you know, of of you know person wearing a black belt. And then there right. was a couple of neat ons, and and then it, it kind of went down brown belt and stuff. And I was like, oh, oh, wow, I'm like the senior guy. So I had to bow in class and all that stuff like that. So you know, I'm very, I was very aware of trying to be spot on and, 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 and do my stuff because yeah, I don't, I'm sure you were aware of being aware as yeah, well. Yeah. I was, like, I was oh, like, where, where's, yeah. Who's watching me? Is everybody watching me? You know, <laughs> is, is the guy with the ninth degree watching me? And he was, you know, at times and sure. I'm like, where's he at? So, you know, there, there's not a, a perception. I know there's probably somebody out there who's going to jerk my chain on it. You know, I don't want to give the perception of, you know, that, you know, that doesn't matter to me. It matters to me a, a great deal, but, you know, performing in front of my instructors or performing up to my normal level in front of my instructors is far more important than, you know, having a bad day in front of, you know, some other people. So it, uh, I guess, you know, operating in front of these guys, you know, they're talking about there's two people who are ready to test for their black belt. Um, you know, I guess that's one It kind of goes like, well, you know, how important is it to test in front of a board? You know, I it, it would be more clear to me or to us if, you know, I, I knew that, you know, this is a board of people kind of in the same, you know, style, if not the same system, right? you know, because then, then it's kind of a relative concept. If you're like, um, you know, our good friend, Matthew Matson, he's in, he's in, uh, Wadaru and, uh, you know, they've got a huge organization, you know, and it's, you know, it seem to be pretty strongly regulated or tightly regulated. And there's, you know, a big network of, you know, people that, you know, when they have a test, it's a big deal and, you know, stuff like that. So, or, you know, within our federation, you know, when we have a test, you know, the people testing you are, understand what you're being tested on. So, you know, if you're going to go down and test in front of some guys that may or may not be, you know, kind of in the same system or style, you know, it, it starts to feel like they're just collecting a fee. Yeah, for, or, for being there and watching you. Or, or, or it's the vanity of saying, "Well, these guys signed my certificate." You know, it's right. it's okay. Well, you know, that guy right. signed your certificate, but how many times have you seen him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? and, and let me let me ask you this: how how many times has one of your students asked to see any of your certificates or 
You know what I mean? It, it None. I, I think, right. And so it's, I think that a lot of martial artists are very insecure about their, uh, their standing in the community. Um, you know, I wrote a, a blog post about um, what it means to have a black belt uh, when, when I got mine. And, you know, it's funny, the, the consensus, I, I talked to a lot of people about it and, and the consensus is, is that, well, it, it you know, it, it kind of means whatever you think it means. Um, uh, it, oh, I know what it was is do I deserve a black belt? Um, and there were a lot of people that were just like, yeah, I don't know. My test seemed a lot easier than I thought, or they were, it's just very strange. So I think that a lot of martial artists are constantly seeking legitimacy. And so to say, well, all these super high ranking guys, you know, said I deserve the second degree, then I feel more comfortable that I deserve it. Um, which unfortunately is just, is, is not the case. I mean, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, you know, it, it's not, I mean, if I had, you know, we, we, we all know people who like, I mean, they go to seminars and they get certificates from somebody, you know, uh, yep. big names and you're yep. like, Oh, you know, big name guy signed my certificate yep. saying I'm a fifth degree of, yep. uh, you know, well, okay. But you know, when, when was the last time you saw him? You know, when, right. when was, you know, we've talked about, we, we talked about this before. Uh, you know, it's, it, that that sort of thing is, and I mean, and and so like arguably people can can say to me like, well, you know, you have the certificate from Okinawa, you know, and it's got their signatures on it, and you know, when was well, you know, because like we've got uh, a guy I'm, I'm uh, going to promote to to Greenbelt, and I got his certificate, right? And uh, oh, that's so, right, you have to order them from Okinawa, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I give I give a local certificate. I, I make one out for my dojo and I sign it and all that stuff like that, and I give it to them, and then I'll order the one from Okinawa. Well, I ordered the one from uh, Okinawa, and uh, I hope he's not listening to this podcast because he hasn't actually been promoted yet. I haven't told him. Uh, but <laughs> he, well, this uh, won't release. So you better do it soon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, it, it, so you know, I so I have a certificate, and I have the you know the date when he's promoted and all this blah 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 blah. But they signed it, but they haven't actually seen him. You know, so but right. so so part of that is the fact that they are trusting in their, uh, you know, their instructors, you know, that are chartered and you know, that that train with them and and da 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 to promote them up to that certain level. You know, there's there's a, a certain amount, I guess, with an association where there's a, you know, an intended, you know, uh, quality assurance process. Kind of always, you know, the, the the regional directors are making sure that the people under them are straight. You know. Now, do you think that's the case? I mean, do you think that actually happens? Oh yeah, yeah. It does. Okay. As a matter of fact, it's, it's it's actually getting worse. Now, they're doing. We've talked before about the the certified instructor program that they're putting in place. Yeah. Which we we had one, but it was it was more of my impression was it was much more of a like okay you know you've been teaching a while and you seem to have your your stuff together kind of thing here you're a certified instructor, where now there's an actual criteria and an application process and you know. They're they're putting you know you can't do this unless you get certain like like I can't promote to fifth degree until I finish my instructor certification, you know so, and 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 there's arguments to be made for and against you know I support the program I think it's a good idea, you know that sort of thing like that but so 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 there is that but within these associations which you know for lack of a better term are kind of, um, you know the. Uh, the 
self-important is what I'm saying. <laughs> as they they've kind of established themselves as a an authority. Uh, you know. Right now, well, let me ask you this: what what happens if you don't get that instructor certificate? Well, I don't get promoted. So you just never go to fifth degree. Right. Interesting. Yeah, and and it, which you know, I mean, that tide may turn. You never know. I mean, maybe six or seven months from now, or you know, a year from now, or two years from now, they decide it's not. You know, they just inst- right. kind of instu- started doing it. Uh, the instructor certification thing this year. A few people have uh, have done it and have gone through it, and and they have you know a certified instructor for karate, for tuite, and for kabuto for weapons. So I mean you know there's you know different levels and all that stuff that's going on. But um, well, and I guess you know to to sort of bring it back around, um, I, I I thought of something that well well for example. Um, you won't get promoted to fifth degree until you go through this instructor certification deal. Yeah. Um, at the same time, uh, you, you know, this, this guy, uh, on the, the forum is talking about breaking away from his federation and what kind of impact does that have and et cetera, et cetera. Technically you could break away from everything and everyone and, you know, declare yourself an eighth degree and say, I'm the king of the world and that's the way it is. And I don't really care what anybody else thinks. And I guarantee you when students walked through the door and you said, well, I'm an eighth degree, they wouldn't go really. Let me check with your certifying authority to make sure that you're an actual eighth degree. Now you'd get, you'd get railed for it on the internet and on the forums and 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 probably slammed by a lot of people in your community um yeah but it's not i mean so you wouldn't want to self-promote but it's an example of this federation doesn't have any real authority over you at all it's all this it's it's all a perceived authority and um right you know obviously there's there's benefits to being in it um, and you just got to weigh those benefits against the cost. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, and we're assuming there are benefits. I mean, it's right because looking at it, looking at the website for the association and stuff like that, this is something that someone joins voluntarily. You know, and a school aligns themselves under it voluntarily. Now, like you say, I mean, it, it, is the benefit so great that you know this is a, a stress point that you know they can't pay their their association dues and you know i think there's like there's you know it's so much per cut well you know well here's the example <clears throat> well and this is actually kind of after i got done reading what i've read from them my big thing was like why is your association so expensive that you can't afford to pay for it you know because it right. goes it goes back to what you're saying is like you know it, uh they can't take it away from me it's mine the, the instruction is mine you know, and I, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna check even if they do. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, like like if we went to some dojo, walked into a dojo to go training, like I'm sure when you when you started training at, at at the karate place you were training at, you did some research to you know, on the instructor, you know, Google them real quick and just to see. I know? did, I, yeah. I mean, what I what I did, even as you know, even having so much experience with going to different schools, I went to the website. I looked a little bit at the lineage, but. To me, and and here's the thing is that I've I've seen and and worked with martial artists that have certificates and paperwork up the yin yang and um, 
are not very good martial artists. And I've worked with martial artists that have no certificates and no paperwork and are extremely good and extremely well respected in their own communities. Um, so, you know, that paperwork, it, it doesn't really, it doesn't mean a whole lot unless it means something to you. I mean, if, right. if, if that paperwork, if you respect the people that are signing those certificates, um, and, and you respect their opinion and it means something to you to have something formalized saying this person respects my ability then then there's value in that too right yeah i mean most of the stuff from from that you know it doesn't mean i, I think you're right i think it doesn't really mean anything until you're like you know black belt level whatever looking back it it doesn't mean anything coming up really i mean cuz a student will say you know i went to this guy and he's a 15th degree in green dragon you know ninjutsu right. whatever you know and it's like okay ooh, cool that sounds really cool you know and he looks really cool and he looks like he knows his stuff right. but you know what does it mean can you can you you know look back you know i mean like the 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 advantage for me being in this federation is that you know or I, the appreciation for me and i appreciated it you know probably from the from the get-go was you know the the lineage and the history and, under, and understanding where it is and where my place is in it and all that good stuff like that. So for me, that's the value added as, as well as the the technique. Wise. Yeah, and I don't I I don't want to uh, imply that that I don't think that's that's valuable either. I mean, I just think that um, I do think that's that's valuable, and I do think there's a lot of legitimacy that goes with that. Um, but I don't think it's the end all be all. Um, and I, I guess I just, I don't think if, if someone can't afford something, then to me, it's, it's not like, yeah, go, go fill up your gas tank instead of <laughs> paying this federation some right. money for a certificate that, I mean, that, that doesn't mean anything to anybody but you. Right. And if it doesn't mean anything to you, then what the heck are you doing? Yeah, and and uh, you know, going on with that, or in dovetailing to what I was talking about, was you know, it's yeah, it's it's the cost versus the worth. It's it's all that stuff like that. It's like you know, for me, I mean, uh, to tout the benefits of, of my federation, you know, I've got uh, a huge amount of guys that I can refer to to talk about. We we you know, we have camps and stuff every year. We have seminars every year. We have this you know, all that stuff going on. Uh, you know, I have a curriculum that's you know. Solid. I've got all that stuff, but I can't get that anywhere else. I mean, I can get, you know, granted, yeah, you can go to another federal, I can go to another show and style, but there's a reason why I'm in the system. It's because I really love it. And I've seen other ones, and I love this one much better than yeah. I love any of the other ones. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, because you can say, you know, like, oh, well, you know, it's karate. So you can go to any karate place. And yeah, to a degree. But, you know, the philosophy and the application and all that other stuff is what appeals to me. Which is one of the reasons why I stay in it. Uh, being a part of an association, which you know, again, not knowing exactly how deeply tied in the technique is with the association, uh, you know, my impression is, I mean, they could be any. This could be any kind of dojo, any flavor dojo, part of the association. If they walk away from that association, 
it's not going to affect their technique at all. They're not, you know, it's not like they're not going to advance in their technique. It's not like they're going to have to right. drop their curriculum, you know, all that that manner of stuff. Yeah. That being said, you know, if they're a part of an association which, you know, says like, okay, you have to pay this much to be a part of the association for the school. Yet your students have to pay this much, you know, per month slash per year, you know, per their rank. You know, I think it's like a step thing. Like, you know, you pay so much for at such a rank, so much more at such a rank, stuff like that. You know, there comes there becomes a point where, as a, you know, I guess what you would call essentially what I'm getting is it's like an independent school of going like, you know. What am I getting from you that's costing so much? Yeah. You know, you know why? Why? What, where's the value? Yeah. There, well, yeah. There's two. There's two prongs on this. It's like one. Why am I paying you guys so much money? I mean, like we pay. You know, we all pay annual dues to the federation. You know, and uh, we, as a, a a dojo instructor, I have a charter that I pay for. You know, and then you know, we have our camps, and you have you pay for your testing and all stuff like that. But, but I mean, it's not. In no way. Does it break your bank? <laughs> well, you've from, always from given our... me the impression that that like your federation is not onerous in any way. I mean, even it's... I don't remember the details of of the email, but it actually didn't. You know, like for example, fifty bucks a year. I I just I, <laughs> I think it's weird that that for that matter somebody can't afford fifty bucks a year now. Obviously, there are people that can't afford fifty bucks a year, and that's totally fine. But that doesn't seem very onerous to me, you know. Right, right. So then that that makes me wonder: is like, well, how much is this this charter? I mean, how much? How or this, you know, fee that they got to pay? It's got to be something, you know, fairly crippling. I mean, they said that the the instructor usually would pay it out of his own pocket. So, but I mean, it's got to be more than you can, you know, pay in a month or two. but uh, you know, so I mean, I mean, because there's associations that make you, you know, you have to buy their gi, you have to buy their belt, you have to buy, you know, their equipment. You know, there, there's all uh, you know, a spectrum of costs associated with being in a federation, uh, to various degrees. But you know, if if what I'm paying, like, if I, I got to be honest, you know, I I love this system and stuff like that. But if they started going the way that like some federations do, where they say like, you know, you have to wear more commercial. This, yeah, you know this. This you have to wear this flavor of of gi. You know this is the uniform you have yeah, to wear. It you has have to, to have this. You have on to buy it. this thirty dollar patch from us. For you have to buy uniform. this thirty dollar patch for us. You have to buy this flavor of belt. You you know you have to. It has to you know this that and the other. And then okay, you need to pay uh, X amount per student per month per you know whatever. Plus you have to you know it, once you start like you know nickeling dime people that after a while there's a certain point where you go like. This, this isn't worth this it. This is worth it. Now, you know, my instructor is an accountant, you know. So so he he's <laughs> he's totally like, you know, he breaks it down. He's like, "Look, you know, pay, you know, just put back 2 bucks a month and, you know, you're, you know, that's what he always tells me like when you get to black belt, you know, it's hundreds of dollars for a test, but there's a, a span of time in between them." So he's like, "Well, you just, you just put down a couple bucks a month and, you know, by the time you're ready to test, right. It's done. Well, not everybody can do that. Not I'm lousy at that, you know. But I am um, too. You know, so I don't know. I, I, somehow I doubt that's not the situation here. I think it's probably something that it's costing a lot more than than should be in my mind for something like this. Yeah, I guess in part I kind of think that if 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 somebody starts, if you smell, if it smells like it's shady, it probably is. 
<laughs> you know, I, I like you, you and I have talked about your federation, and you know, I have never got the impression that um, you think the federation is shady, and so that to me is a good indication that you know you're you're getting bang for your buck, and you feel that the benefits that you're receiving from being in your federation are 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 worth what you're putting into it. Yeah. And, well, you and know, that I mean, totally makes sense. I mean, and I've heard stories, you know, people that that get mad and like leave the federation and they're they're, they're saying it's something about money and blah blah blah. And I'm like, I've been doing this for 2 decades and I have never ran into that. So I'm thinking there's probably something on your end that was <laughs> right. that was wrong because, you know, I mean, I've talked to enough people, you know, and I've been in this thing long enough to to see that cuz money does screw up martial arts. And so that and that's kind of one of the other prongs I want to talk about was you know, if you're in a federation that and, – and, and again, like I say, you know, to me, this this is an association of people who have set their own authority. You know, and a bunch of people said like, yes, you're an authority. And so uh, the people in this dojo are kind of going like, well, these guys are an authority that we really want to stay a part of. And it's like, so, okay, that's great. But if, you know, and, and I think they even said, um, you know, it's it's been a – second year in the row that they haven't been able to pay for it. So now if you're with a group of people that are like, you know, I don't know what they're providing, but if they th- they say whatever we're providing is cost this much, and if you can't do it, you know, if you can't do it, we you're not in our association anymore, then, uh, you know, with as much information as I have in front of me, screw you. You know, right. I don't, I don't want to be a part of your association. If, if, if you're more concerned about the money than the, the martial art part of it, screw right. you. Well, and it's a, you know it's a business arrangement just like any other business arrangement, and I think one of the things that that you mentioned earlier was really it's 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 a lot like imagining yourself as one of their students, and so if 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 I went to a particular martial arts school and I went there even for a year or whatever, and at some point I felt like what I was getting out of class wasn't worth the monthly dues, I'd just stop going. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just, you just like, okay, I, this, this doesn't connect with me and I'm just going to stop going. And it, it's not like, um, you, you know, I, well, I understand, I understand that he's from a small community. I don't think it, it doesn't sound to me like his legitimacy is going to fall off a cliff if he decides to remove himself from this federation. Now, there there could be, and I don't know how shady this federation is, but you know there could be a backlash if he's, you know, if they're essentially saying, "Well, we're going to blackball you if you know you don't pay these monthly dues," and we're going to have web postings and things like that about how awful you are. Well, that's just blackmail then. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I can't see um, uh, anyone's legitimacy falling off a cliff if if they decide to not be involved with 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 anyone else in the martial arts for that matter. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, you know, you could say okay, well, you know, they're they're in a small town and and you know all that other stuff. Well, you know, entire you know in Okinawa, you know, martial arts systems have you know been born, thrived, and died within a village, and no one ever saw it. You know, right. like, you know, it's a family. Six people know it. All six people have died. It's gone. You know, it is, uh, you know, or or a system of, you know, in the 
so being in a small town, I don't think is so much the issue. You know, I mean, so if if it's and also if you boil it down to you know dollars and cents, you know, if I was a member of you know the Karate Cafe Cul de Sac Karate Foundation, dude, and, and we gotta start that. I think I will, and then just these guys can join and pay me, you know, fifty bucks Absolute, a year. Absolutely. Uh, and I'll sign their certificates. I'm not scared. Anyway, uh, the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> note to self the uh if if you take this and go like okay um i i need to pay you uh you know let's say you know fifty dollars for my uh dojo association with your association and then i then we have to pay you five bucks per student and ten bucks per student at showdown level, and fifteen at needon level. Blah 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 blah. You know, at a certain point, or like, you know, if that can't be, because like with me, like I pay federation dues for myself, and I pay a, a a charter fee for the federation for my dojo, but I don't pay for my students. The students pay for themselves. I mean, they, it comes to me, and I send it to Okinawa. But I don't pay. What if, what I mean, if I, one of your students decided not to be a part of the federation? I mean, would you still teach them? No, I wouldn't. And the reason why is because the, the curriculum that I'm teaching, you know, 99.9% of the stuff that I teach is is the curriculum that I got from this federation. So it would not be right for me to teach this curriculum to somebody else that you know, Master Kisei and 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 all these other guys. Well, that, let me ask you this then: If I mean, do you feel that your the monthly dues that you charge your students are comparable to, you know, what's around town? Oh yeah, it, it less than so, in some cases. So uh, uh, <laughs> here's something interesting to keep in mind: I would say those dues aren't coming out of their pocket. I would say it's coming out of your pocket because, honestly, if if their monthly, let's just tip, pull a number out of the air. Let's say the dues are eighty bucks a month because an extra ten bucks a month has to go to the federation. Um, <laughs> realistically, that means that you could be charging eighty bucks a month for everybody and 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 pocketing that that ten dollars. Yeah. So it so it's kind of coming out of your pocket. Yeah. Well. Yes and no. I mean, because they're but they're getting benefit from it too. Right. I mean, yeah, so, yeah, it's it's how you look at I mean, I mean, I pay you know, you can say like okay, well, the charter that I pay for for my dojo is paid out of the fees that the students have paid to me, you know, in right. increments of whatever. And you go, well, yeah, but I mean, that's just kind of the way it is. I mean, that's that's, you know, I mean, I I I run a quote-unquote non-profit, but I would love to profit. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I I'd love to I mean, make, I'd I'm, love to make fat cash off this, but you for know, me just, personally, I I would take a look at if if anybody is out there is going well. I've been kind of on the fence about whether I want to be a member of this thing or not. I mean, how how I think you should take a look at it is just like an accountant does. Check the balance sheet because if if based on your students and your school and and what's going out that that you're paying, I mean, what is the money that you how much money do you end up filtering into the federation? That's that's how I would look at it. Um, although, like I say, at the same time, you could have students that are like, "Well, I'm, you know, I I don't want to be just Paul's student. I want to be a student of the federation. That's really important to me." Um, so that's a little different. But yeah, I mean. 
that's that's a lot of money that gets filtered back to the federation if if you look at it like that because yeah, to me I mean, that's all out of your pocket oh it can't be well yeah but it's not i mean it's it's not i assure you <laughs> the uh <laughs> you know well because i mean like i i pay all my my dues i don't take it out of their due. you know it's like you know it's the annual dues are due at, at the beginning of the year student pays it i send it to okinawa done I don't have to do any accounting. I don't have to do any. Well, and let me let me ask you this: if you don't if you don't mind me asking, how how much are those the an annual annual dues for student in uh, the federation? It's it's like two bucks basically a month per student. Okay, so two bucks. Okay, so that's that's essentially not barely any money at all. Right. Really. So I mean, some, if you're you know, talking about two bucks a month, there's it's it's not even worth thinking about. Yeah, I mean, and that's why I do it all at once because I don't right. have to sit there and go like, okay, two buns, <laughs> I had ten students, that's right. twenty bucks. I got to send that. Do the just send it once a month. And that's the way my instructor right. does it. He he gets it all at the beginning of the year and sends yeah, it all at once and doesn't have to think about it. And yeah. and and what that actually allows us to do is is overpay actually because I mean you know you'll have people that'll join, they'll pay their their yearly dues, and then they'll never come back again. Right. So that's twenty five bucks. That's to the federation for you know for for nothing. I mean, just, you know, the guy came, he didn't like it, he left, you know, whatever. So, uh, in, uh, that all being said, you know, but to me, I'm thinking, like, that's a small amount to pay. I don't know how much these guys are paying, but if they're paying so much where it's prohibitive, and, and to me, it's just, the, what I'm getting is, it's just the dojo charter, you know, so it's, it's right. to, for the dojo to be part of right. this is, 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 is somehow cost prohibitive yeah. to these guys, and and like I say, when it comes down to dollars and cents, since this is a voluntary association, which may or may not have anything to do with the system that you're teaching within your dojo, you can say, fine, if the, let's, let's call it, let's say it's 150 bucks a year, let's say. And let's say this, okay. these guys don't want to, you know, they, you know, they're not going to break it up and say, okay, it's this much a month and I have to put this much back and, you know, cause I don't want to do the accounting either. But say, so every year the the head instructor of this school has to cough up 150 bucks for these people. And they say like, okay, and and he can't do it. You know, these times are tough these days. You know, and and uh, he can't pop out 150 bucks of this year. And so then the next year, it's you know 150 bucks more that he that he can't pay. And they go, well, you know, you really owe us 150 bucks or 300 bucks now. And you know, we're gonna have to take your your association charter away. It's like, well, you know, I volunteered for this, so you know, there's an association right over there with the other fat old guys that. <laughs> That will do it for seventy-five. Yeah. And you know, like yeah. you know, the association that I looked at, there was a lot of Taekwondo guys. I'm like, there's a lot of Taekwondo guys in the world that'll, you know, sign yeah. my. So you know, it's. Well, and hey, the the Karate Cafe will do it for ten bucks. That's what I'm saying. What are you doing, dude? Don't. I'm, I'm gonna edit right. that out. It's gonna be for boop bucks, and then well, <laughs> negotiation, oh, well, dude. Come on. Anyway, uh, yeah, oh, per student, ten bucks per student. So yeah, there you go. Well, and there's always the Hall of Fame that people can join. And there's I the mean, Hall of Fame that that people can get nominated for, and then um, you can get honored with a uh, Hall of Fame thing. Yeah, and, but there's a certain weight requirement. That's so. There's you know. Oh, anyway, there's, uh, there's a certain weight requirement, and you know, there's the other things may. May grease the wheels on on your way to the Karate Cafe Hall of Fame. That's what I'm saying. It's a it's there, there are a few people that are in there that are, it's it's rarefied air there. And maybe maybe these guys in this association might end up in it. Who knows? <laughs> um, you know, but but I guess to directly talk to Avon, I think, and I'm going to distill this because uh, it's about time to wrap this up. Is you know, 
you got to consider, you know, what you're getting for it. Which, you know, I mean, if if he wants to email me and let me know, you know, what he's getting for, because he might be getting. I mean, it might be they may be having, you know, uh, camps all the time. They may be getting DVDs constantly. They, I mean, I don't know what they're getting for the money, but if what you're paying, yeah, it could be le- totally legit, you know. Yeah, you know, and and but if what you're paying is so much so. <laughs> That you know, because I'm a small dojo too. That's you know, he's saying I'm a small. I, you know, I've they've got 20 people. That's you know, like five more, six more students than I have on a regular basis. So you know, I I understand completely. Yeah. What it, although what, at the same time, I think you know, I as you talked about it, I can see it from from what you had said too. If for example, you waited until the end of the year to collect the 25 bucks from each student. All of a sudden, you get you get slammed with these end of the year fees that. You feel like the federation is charging you, um, then bam, that's like a couple hundred bucks out of your pocket all at once, and it, right. and then it starts to feel onerous when it really isn't. Right. Yeah, and 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 again, it's not because you can uh, you can do it a couple ways, and I guess maybe here, you know, fifty some odd minutes later, he's really wanting the advice. You know, a couple ways. One is you know you can do depending on how you do your pricing, you can say, okay, I need you know this much per year for my dojo charter so it's going to be this much per student and then you just have to deduct you know like I'm like on my side I have a checking account for the dojo and I have a savings account for the dojo and so when like I get dues and stuff like that that I'm going to have to pay at the end of the year I transfer that immediately into the savings account smart so that way it's not part of you know the quote unquote operating budget of you know I want to pay for rent and all that stuff like that that way it's not coming I don't at the end of the year have to go oh I mean, I, I've been caught like with some stuff, like I've had to buy stuff for the dojo and stuff like that, where I've had to dip in, but I've tried to replace it. I try and keep that as a, as the you know the the guy who runs the dojo. That's kind of my job. You know, it's one of my responsibilities. Right. Um, but you know, you can do things like you know, I mean, there's if you don't want to do electronic fund, if you don't want to get involved with the electronic fund people, you can do PayPal. If you want to do that, you know, there's ways you can say like, okay, you know, uh, set up an automatic you know, transfer, you know, every month, you know, you transfer $2 into, you know, to me, or you write a check or, you know, there's, there's lot, there's lots of ways to do it that are kind of built in, you know, and I guess it just did without knowing exactly how all this structure is working. Like, I mean, if, if I'm one of the black belts in this school and I had to pay, you know, I guess, I I assume there's, you know, as a student, I have to pay this association X amount of money then do I pay that directly to the association or am I paying it to the dojo to pay to the association? So, I mean, I, I guess you, you'd have to like just really look at the flow of who's paying what and when and then stretch it out. But Yeah, and to me, your, your, your system makes sense. I, I think that if, if, if you do it once a year and it's, it's just one block and it's not that much money, then um, it really doesn't impact your your monthly dues. It's not like, you know, if, if 80 bucks a a month is the going rate around your area for martial arts classes, um, it's, it, it, it would be kind of weird for you to charge 82 or charge, you know what I mean? Oh, oh, it's, well, it's actually, uh, 78 plus $2. Um, you just do it all at once and it goes right to the Federation and then your business arrangement with your students is separate from their business arrangement with the federation that you're in. And all you do is you help manage that. 
Right. Yeah. It's it's kind of you know again without having all the the details that you know we would need for that. You know my my statement is yeah just look at the the accounting process and and figure out you know where your you know where the money's coming in from you know what your responsibility to pay for this association is you know what the you know i guess in this case the student's responsibility to pay for the association because like you know i you know like really if you look at it from uh, a standpoint in our federation it's not the student's responsibility to pay the dues it's my responsibility to pay the dues per student Okay. You know, so okay, that's so I mean, and there's some places that they don't charge it. They they just, you know, they tack, okay, it's going to cost, you know, I'm going to have to charge students 70 bucks um, you know, for classes. Okay, and then then dues got to come with that, so that's an extra 2 bucks a month, let's say. All right, so let's, let's make it 75. You know, and that'll right. cover that'll cover some wiggle room. You know, and that's not that is within, you know, and if you have like if I had 100 students, then, you know, in theory, I could say, like, oh, well, no one has to pay their annual dues because I'm going to cover everybody. But since I'm a small dojo, which these guys are, you know, it's like it's, there's a certain amount of, like, you know, accounting magic where you have to say, like, okay. And just that that's the way my instructor did it was, like, you paid your dues. You know, it didn't, he didn't lump it in. You know, there's uh, a buddy of mine. He has a, a school, and he doesn't charge test fees. But he works that into the monthly dues. Right. And his dues are still low. And yeah. uh, even, you know, I mean, like ridiculously low, but yeah. he's, he's like, you know, I just, I work it in and they pay, you know, and I, just an extra five bucks. I, every and month. And it's just it's, all a, a part of it. Yeah. And I give them yeah. their belt, I give them their certificate, boom, it's done. And I, you yeah. know, I was kind of thinking about doing that too, but yeah. you know, my overhead is a little more than his overhead. So anyway, it's, yeah. it, it, it kind of all depends on that. So, but if you're a small dojo and it's not, you know, this is not tied in to a system and stuff like that, I would say, you know, just tell them, like, look, guys, I can't afford this this year. If you got a problem with it, kick me out, and I'll go to somebody else. Or I'll just be on my own, you know, and maybe form my own association with some local. I would agree. A uh, local right, school. Yeah. And, you know, That's, we all get that... together, and which is yep. all these guys did anyway with the association. They they <laughs> right. all got together and said, we're all going to be an association of all these yeah. highfalutin guys. It's like a pyramid scheme when the guy on the bottom realizes, wait a minute, why don't I just create my own pyramid? <laughs> right. I got a whip. I can do that. <laughs> well, we better wrap this up. Man, when we get to talking, we can get to talking, don't we? Especially when it's something that's near and dear to our heart like that. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. But um, it was a really great topic from uh, Ava Knight. It was. Uh, really appreciate it. I hope we didn't tick you off. Hope we don't tick your instructors off. Hope we don't tick off any of the people in my federation about the stuff I was talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't care who I tick off. Yeah, yeah, you're you're a rogue. You're a Ronin. <laughs> I start calling you Ronin Williams from now on. Yeah, yeah. The uh, but uh, anyway, and uh, so again, uh, great topic. I hope that helped. Uh, if anyone has any uh, comments or suggestions on the topic, hop on the forums at karatecafe.com and. Uh, Put your two cents in. Obviously, it's out there, so uh, a couple people have read it. I mean, you know, but anyone can can put their 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 two yen in, I guess. Um, if uh, you uh, have any suggestions for other topics, please let us know. We would love that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so anyway, I guess we will put this put a pin in this one until uh, next week. I hope. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if not, we will see you guys in the new year. 
And uh, Dan, thanks. Good talking to you, as always. Yeah, good talking to you too, Paul. And we will talk to you all again very soon. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Karate Cafe. Remember, you can help support this podcast by going to our sponsor, Piranha Gear. Go to piranagear.com and let them know Karate Cafe sent you. You can also support the show by donations. Go to karatecafe.com, click on the support button, donate as much as you like, or as little as a dollar a show. That's all we ask. And as always, you can continue the conversation on the forums at karatecafe.com. We'll talk to you again very soon.